0: Um, but the truth is, in, in a school, um, that curriculum has to drive that technology, um, and you just kind of hit 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 it there. It's if if you buy these things and you don't use it, then they're really worthless. Um, so for me, it's really getting with the curriculum folks, getting with the teachers, and saying, Hey, what do you guys need? Um, what can I do to support you? What devices or what tools can I support you? What you're doing in the classroom?
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, we have on Elang Promethep. He is a IT coordinator at Tabernacle School District in New Jersey. Elang came very highly regarded and highly recommended. And after talking to him for the first few minutes, I saw why. This is a guy that puts pedagogy above just the latest tech trend. And we're going to get into that and other issues. His origin story and on how he even got to the country was pretty remarkable, but also how he's trying to get more technology integrators involved at the curriculum level. And for those reasons, I just loved having him on the show. Uh, I suggest you give this guy a follow, take some notes, and then pass this one on to your friends. As always, we grow because we get a lot of requests and a lot of suggestions on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash start it up. Or just email me directly, don at start upinnovation.com. Again, I love it when you guys pass the show on. And I love it when we get suggestions on who to have on the show next. All right. So dig in. You're going to love this one. Without further ado, Alang, promise that. All right. So I'm joined with Alang. And man, I have, uh, you, you came recommended by a couple people uh, chief among them was your superintendent. He's like, man, you got to hear this guy's origin story. You got to hear all the things he's doing with our, with our school district. Um, and I, I scratched my head. I was like, you know what? I haven't really featured, uh, you know, uh, a, a school wide it director. Um, so I definitely wanted to have you on there, but so give me your origin story. You know, where did this all begin? Tell me about you. Um, kind of just getting into, I guess, into technology first, then we'll go level up from there.
0: Sure. Um, my family, we're originally from, from Laos. It's a tiny little country that's sandwiched between Thailand and Vietnam um, on either side, and then right underneath is Cambodia. Um, of course, we we kind of go back into history and talked about the Vietnam War and the communists and stuff like that. Um, mainly, once all that was going down, um, that Southeast Asia area, communism was taken over. So, a lot of people at that time were fleeing the countries for for better opportunities. Uh, my my family had one of them. Um, my parents or my dad's side is really the folks that made the migration over to 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 the U.S. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure how my other relatives got here, uh, but we were the last one in Laos to really on my dad's side to to leave um, Laos. So really, when I came over, uh, we were refugees. Uh, we left probably in around '85, 1985. Um, we made it over here in the States in '87. So my parents left Laos. We went to we kind of crossed, we crossed the border from Laos to Thailand, uh, where we were in a refugee camp um, for about a year. We got a hold of some relatives um, to sponsor us to come to the U.S. From there, we made the trek from Thailand to, to the Philippines, uh, from the Philippines and down to the U.S. So that's kind of that's the, the short and quick story of <laughs> Oregon, um, of where we kind of came from and, and the family and, and how we made it here.
1: So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you're a Laotian, you come over here and then a guy who comes over here on um, like refugee status, all of a sudden then like one day becomes a tech director. <laughs> Make that connection.
0: It, it It is a long story. And, and I'm going to be honest, it's really um, that the journey growing up and, and as a kid, you know, I kind of didn't realize it. But uh, for the most part, I, it's got to do with, I think, a lot of it with the work ethics that I've seen in, in my parents. Um, as a kid, um, my parents were always working because we, we we needed money to to really live and, and survive, really, house, food and all that stuff. So they were always working and coming over. They were, you know, um, I guess their late 20s, late twenties, early early 30s at that time. Um, really nothing, when we came here, we really hadn't had nothing. So they had to work multiple jobs. Um, so it was really me and my sister at home. And what I got from that was really, hey, we need to survive. We need to work. And, and it started early for us. Um, I, I always tell the story of, hey, I've been working since I was 11 years old. Uh, and usually it was in the summertime when school's out. Uh, my parents would take us to go pick blueberries. Um, and this one story I've, I've always had was um, I worked about, you know, six to seven hours that one day picking blueberries. I made one basket and one basket's equal to $3. And at the end of the day, once you come off the fields, you pretty much buy something to eat and um, and then you go home. But for me, since I made one basket, it was $3. I pretty much bought something to drink, I think a snack. And, and that was my day. So that started off at 11 years old, pretty much and from there i've always had you know like a small steady job
1: yeah so now all of a sudden you you know you're, you're starting to um kind of raise the ranks you there has been so much change now rapid change in the tech fields of of schools give me a snapshot of some of the difficulties it directors of schools go through this is this is your time to build some sympathy for you guys.
0: Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing that we have to really uh, contend with is is where technology goes, and and for the most part, we we kind of don't know. Um, so I, I think for us, we always have to be dynamic um, and always not responsive, but really, I, I guess, responding to the changes of the world. Because it, as as you probably know, you're 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 in school. Um, it takes a while for us to really. Get to those changes, and for changes to take effect. Um, so it's always a kind of reacting to what's going out, going on out in the world. For example, we—I'm uh, not sure about your state there, but New Jersey—and I'm pretty much um, everyone's dealing with the uh, the ransomware. So that's something that's came that kind of came out of nowhere, um, and that we have to deal with. Uh, the other thing is, and I, I don't think a lot of districts do this well, is working with the curriculum. Um, one thing i I've, I've always been taught. Um, mm is really the curriculum has to really drive some of that technology. Um, if, if I was to buy computers and just put it in the school, not much is going to happen from it. Because, um, we, we need that curriculum to drive that, that technology. So we, we kind of need, I, I think the idea is there, but it's just not, it's not, it's not, it's not right. Um, you you kind of get what I'm saying? It's
1: yeah, no, I've, I've had a lot of people on the show uh, complain about the same thing or uh, I should say complain, but you know there's there's a, a fascination with the latest shiny program tool whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and them gleefully saying you know we have ipads or we have a 3d printer and and them being happy about that but the curriculum might not be there as opposed to some people that have some you know a curriculum that is really driving it and then they're like man if only we had a blank that working um, seems to be a lot better and, and you can definitely see it. I mean, I, I've, and I'm not trying to bad mouth, but I mean, I, you, from time to time you do see some school districts that chase the latest mm-hmm. app or program or whatever. And, and you, you uh, kind of wonder, you know, what's going on over there. So yeah, I, I I've seen that again and again. And, and I agree with it. Um, you know, the technology is just a tool is absolutely correct in, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's 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 100 percent. And being a technology guy to say that um, a lot of people might, might be saying, oh, he's he's not really techie. Um, but the truth is, in, in a school, um, that curriculum has to drive that technology. Um, and you just kind of hit 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 it there. It's if if you buy these things and you don't use it, then they're really worthless. Um, so for me, it's really getting with the curriculum folks, getting with the teachers and saying, hey, what do you guys need? Uh, what can I do to support you? What devices or what tools can I support you? What you're doing in the classroom? Um, yeah, all begins for me. But
1: do you also do you also have a BS meter? You know, like do, because yeah. like I because I'll, I'll I'll um you know I I I'm honored when I'm asked uh, from other districts like Hey, we're thinking about putting a, a makerspace together. What should we buy? And my usually my answer is Don't buy anything yet. You know, ha, mm-hmm. ha, have some have some things where the students are working on things, and then they think, like, "Boy, if I only had a blank," I'm like, "One, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna feel ownership of it. Like, man, the school bought this, as opposed to if you just like unveil this new makerspace and there's stuff there, they may use it, they may not. Um, it's not it's not field of dreams. You know, build it and they will come. I, I think that you should have a great class or a genius hour time, like you know th- something like that, and then they go, man. You know, it'd be great if we'd have some, you know, cardboard and scissors to rapid prototype this. Oh, okay. So you don't think that we should buy that three D printer, huh? No, I mean maybe, maybe. So, like I said, back to you. Um, do you have to have a BS meter, right? You know, a teacher's like, and, and again, I'm not making fun. I'm, I'm a school teacher, but they are like, hey, I just saw on this tech magazine, or I was just at this conference where this new cool app might do blank. And then you have to go. Uh, well, what, what do you do? Like, do you, do you walk them through it? Do you ask them follow-up questions? Okay, so people can't see on the podcast. that You're trying not, not to laugh. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: You know, it's, it's it's actually pretty funny. I've never been asked that question. Do Do you have a BS meter? Um, I, I think in technology, um, us being so, we're we're seen as the technical geniuses of the school. Um, your BS meter goes off really, really quickly when, uh, for example, a teacher who's, who's not come to you once or had a conversation with you once about technology or, or what they want to do in the classroom, come out and say, Hey, I, I need a 3d printer um, for this. And that's kind of really um, your senses start going off. It's like you, you, haven't asked a question once and, 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 and now you uh, want something. Um, so yeah, for sure. It's, it's really one of those things. And, and really what I don't what I don't like to do is, I don't like to deny a teacher of anything. Uh, It's really just sitting down to, to, and talking to them, getting to know what, what their thoughts are um, and where they want to go with this. So it it might, the conversation might start with me and that teacher, but then it's going to lead to adding the curriculum person, the principal, um, and even the superintendent at some point, you know, saying, hey, this person has this idea. This is kind of where they want to go with it. What do you guys all think? So, um, you know, my, my meter might go off, but then as the conversation develops, it might, it might come to something. So, um, you know, we, we always take a, you know, take things with a grain of salt, I guess.
1: No, I, I, I like hearing that. I also like to hear that, you know, you're part of the process because a, I only know a couple of IT directors and they're all super nice guys, but they're also super worked Mm -hmm. and, uh, (laughs) and they wouldn't admit this publicly, but sometimes, you know, they feel like, you know, they're like, chasing things down and like, well, asking him, did you plug it in? <laughs> or is the Ethernet cord actually connected into, okay, you might want to try that first. Um, but, you know, other than them being very overworked, uh, I-, I like hearing that you're a part of that process. Yeah, so go ahead.
0: I was going to say, it's it's actually great because uh, the last couple of districts that I've been in, and especially my current district, uh, Tabernacle with, with Glenn and Bob um, being superintendent, he, he really gets me involved um, in a lot of those things. And you're absolutely correct when in other districts that I've been in, uh, technology is really, they weren't focused on, on curriculum with technology or, in, or at least incorporating it. It's really uh, curriculum or, you know, the higher ups coming up with an idea and just saying, hey, tech, um, I want you to do this. And this is what you got to buy. Um, and having us be part of that decision Kind of helps out because because we can kind of say hey it's gonna this might be better it's still your idea and what you want to do but these products might be a little better in what you want to do. Or okay,
1: ideas. yeah. Well, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, yeah, it's who recommended you was Glenn Robinson. So, so <laughs> Glenn was like, uh, oh, he's different uh, in the sense that you know he he's not just a tech guy. He understands pedagogy and things of that nature. So um, that's awesome to hear, especially that you're you have a right fit. Um, but for those other. Let's just say, um, townships or, or or school corporations that they're uh, under the gun, so to speak. Right? They're they're looking now to increase test scores, or they're they're feeling pressured to you know uh, be up to this level. Um, walk us through, without getting yourself in trouble. Walk us through why sometimes putting the emphasis on technology. Uh, to increase standardized test scores might not make sense
0: uh, I guess that's a hard question because uh it's really if if you're trying to get your test scores up, it shouldn't start with tech um, but should really see what your focus are with 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 your kids uh, what their needs are what what they have trouble with
1: yeah, um, but I've also seen though a lot of times and i'm I'm not saying this is the case with you guys, but that there's sometimes the scapegoat you know we I've heard of states having You know, it's that high pressure, you know, it is the testing week and you hear stories of, you know, the bandwidth not being good or there's a problem here, there's a glitch there. Um, So there's obviously an emphasis on the school being really, really ready for that all important week. Um, Well, I I guess I should have been the better question. Explain to me or, or what is it like for that week and then how schools prepare for that you know, all important testing week.
0: Testing week, yeah. You know what? At, at the beginning, at the beginning, for us in New Jersey, it's park, um, and we've had park for about four or five years now. Um, at, at the, you know, at, at the at the beginning, everyone was kind of panicking. Like, um, you need this, this, and this. You need uh, this bandwidth. So per for how many uh, computers you uh, students and testing and, and this and that. But at the end of the day, uh, technology has always been here. That's that's something as us as tech directors. Uh, we we should make sure that our school has enough bandwidth for the amount of computers that's 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 there. Um, adding Park to it was really just an scapegoat to say, hey, we we haven't been doing our homework, or we haven't been building a infrastructure that can support the number of devices. Uh, but now we need to because now we're doing this this computer test that um, that the state's pushing out. Um, and the state, I believe, gave us a couple of years prior to the beginning of Park to make sure that um, we had those that those devices in place we had the uh, uh the bandwidth in place um, so we were really um trying to figure it all out, but I'll be honest with you, at the end of the day, um, if you were doing your homework and you were really building your network up to up up to par, um you should have been okay.
1: yeah, I can only imagine though the stress of that week is uh enough to <laughs> Give you gray hair, kind of thing. I, it's it's a it's a high high stakes high high you know pressure week for sure.
0: Yeah, so uh, I, the I definitely at, at the beginning because we had no idea what was going to happen. Um, I think I even remember that that first year, um, um, the one of the servers actually crashed, and we're like, "What is going on? Is it us? Is it them?" Um, so, and being IT, you're kind of looked at to figure out, "All right, what's what's going on here? Is it our network?" Um, you know, and, and also the other thing that we really can't control is like power outages and stuff like that. Um, I remember one year um, it might've been a car to hit a pole or something um, and power went out for a little bit of time. um, And we're like, what do we do? So of course, adding technology in kind of, I guess, complicates things, but we're, we're year four, you know, five into it. So now it's pretty much a walk in the park.
1: Okay, we're good. All right, so I've got three more things for you. Um and we can or you don't have to do it rapid fire. Uh, but number 1, a a tech technology I'm going to say trend that is either gone away or going away, a new wrinkle in technology and I don't want to call it a fad or or something that is starting to catch on and starting to rise. And then three, a bold prediction about tech in wow. education. So let's let's go down this a, a trend, a, something that was in tech that is starting to go away.
0: <sighs> something that's in tech that started to go away. To be honest with you, uh, tech is like cycles. Um, things come and then it goes away, and then it comes back around. So in my head, nothing really actually dies. Um, but I, I, I guess uh, I'm not even sure what, what to even uh, say about that one.
1: Okay, l- let me ask you this then. Um, <laughs> uh, makerspaces.
0: Um, makerspaces, you know what? It's one of those things that it's been around now for, for a while. And to be honest with you, I, I see people starting great makerspaces, but they've been around for five, six years, probably even longer now. Um, so to, yeah. to, that they've gone away is...
1: Well, I wanted to be that vague because I thought, like a lot of times when people say makerspaces, they immediately think 3D printer. Mm-hmm. And I've seen I've seen some schools that are really still killing the 3D printing game, but have also seen uh, a fair amount of schools that they still have a 3D printer and it's it's gotten out of the box.
0: <laughs>
1: it's been used once. It's printed one Yoda head.
0: You know something? Uh, 3D printers are one of those things. That's, it's it's not prime time. It's not like a paper printer. Um, it takes finesse. It takes tweaking. It takes love to really get those things working all the time. Um, so I don't think they're they're dying. I just think that it's um, people not using it properly and not yeah. giving it that it needs. Because um, three D printing is great. It's great for prototyping. It's it's great for certain things. You know, it's it's really a niche. It's not to it's not just printing something and and saying wow here it is. It's really the project behind the printing um what what are you printing like what how did you design it what did you what did you design it's it's those things that that make three d printing uh great so if you're doing all those things properly and then at the end um you can get your prototype out and and hold it in three d um that's successful to me it's not oh look, I just created a pencil or um you know i just three three d printing. Printed something I found on Thingiverse or something like that,
1: you know? Yeah, I 100% with everything you just, just said. Yeah, and, and for that matter, I, I agree. Same thing that some of the frustrations I've heard from some people is we're still in the beginnings of this, and a lot of people just got uh, they just didn't have the time to constantly do the repairs. Mm -hmm. you know, little things would break here and there, but I also see a lot of similarities from the dot matrix printer days and, you know, just having to work through those things and, and work on, you know, self repairs.
0: Very true. The, the, the one thing that, um, that I was kind of leaning towards when, when you asked that first question was really, uh, laptops, devices, Chromebooks, netbooks. Um, you know, it's really, is it the internet based PC that's coming back or do we still need, um, PCs with, with, full hard drives, RAMs, um, you know, so that that was kind of where I was thinking. But right now we're we're in a really weird spot where um, true laptops are, are what we still need, but we can't afford it. So now we buy Chromebooks um, because they're cheaper and they can kind of do everything we need them to do. Uh, back in the day, we had netbooks that were cheaper versions of of the laptop, which went away really, really quick. I think they were good for maybe two, three years. Um, I know some districts that were one-to-one started buying those netbooks because they were cheaper. But at the end of the day, it just didn't cut it. So that's kind of where my brain was going when you were asking about FADs. Yeah,
1: no, I love that. I, I've seen that as well. All right, so number two, some things you've seen creep up here recently that you're like, man, this is, this is gonna be a thing. This is gonna be big.
0: All right, so I, I, I think... The one thing that I'm seeing right now, and I'm 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 kind of involved with it, and uh Glenn would, would attest to this too is drones, um the use of drones. Um at first they started off with just hey, it's just flying around, it's fun, it's like a radio controlled car, um, but in the sky. Um, but now with the a lot of it with the photography and the video um that they're taking, that they're being used for, um, I'm I'm kind of looking at it. From a way of hey, how can we use this technology to do other things? Um, and what I start seeing is again, we we hear about Amazon and UPS trying to uh, do the delivery um, packaging of drones. But um, kind of the things I've been seeing is how do we help? How do we help or use drones to help what we're doing today? For example, one thing I've seen is uh, firefighters uh, and police departments. Yes. Yep. Um, to to look for uh, criminals with the infrared cameras on them. That's something that we can do today. And I just feel like we should be doing that more um, just to get a better eye on certain things. Um, there's things that we can um, rescue squads that can probably. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah we just had an example of that here with the fire department found a girl that was autistic and, and she was just kind of scared and uh, drones found her with infrared. It was so cool.
0: See that's that's the things that that the technology is here. I just think we got to put the two and two together and kind of expand on it, um, and, and not be so much afraid of it.
1: Um, yeah. So do you do? You, would you applaud schools then? That because <laughs> drones are a risky experiment. I'm trying to hold back laughter because we've had two, um, uh-huh. I the past tense, um, had, yeah. uh, actually, well, one was replaced, uh, by the company because there was a malfunction that that they owned. Uh, anyway, anyway, do you, do you, um, you know, kind of, would you encourage other schools to take a look at investing in one kind
0: of thing? I, I I would suggest investing in in as many as you can, uh, one per grade level if possible, if, if the curriculum really supports it, if if that's where the way your school's going. Um, but I do understand, you know, there's money issues and for us, it's, uh, school insurance that we got, we got to make sure that we're flying, we hit something, all that's covered too. So it's all these logistic things um, that causes or becomes obstacles. but um, I do believe if you work in a, a good environment, if you you kind of work things out as a team, um, those obstacles become less and less. But for sure, um, I think kids these days uh, they, they come with they come up with crazy ideas. Um, when they first roll out on board, but then uh, the more you think about it, the more you think, Hey, that's, that's kind of how things start. It starts off as this little spark, as this little crazy idea, um, and eventually it becomes something. So for sure.
1: Yeah, I love it. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, all right. Last one. And maybe the most difficult, give me a bold prediction. You know, I, I, whether it's out of fear, (laughs) because there's, there's a lot of fear going around right now, especially with AI and machine learning and stuff. Uh, but give me, give me a bold prediction.
0: You know what? Um, I'm going to predict this and only because I read a book again, suggested by Glenn. Um, Glenn is one of those guys where, um, when, once I start feeling comfortable in what's going on around, around me, he comes to the office and drops this thing on my desk or sends me a text and say, Hey, you got to check this out. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, just blowing up my mind again. Um, but I just read the book or actually listened to the book, ready player one. Um, and VR AI is, is, is coming. Um so for example, if you want to get out of kind of the stress of the real world, you can hop into the so called oasis from Ready Player One and and kind of not be yourself, but kinda of enjoy um things that you can't in the real world. So I, I I feel like that might be coming down. Um it's the same thing as playing a video game. You get so immersed in the video game, you're you're enjoying yourself. So it's I think it's gonna expand beyond video games, maybe um really in it's it's going to become a, a whole world where we can just go and enjoy ourselves and not have to worry about what's going on here um so i i feel like that's coming down the road as as crazy as it sounds um we no, might be no I,
1: I, yeah i don't think it's crazy at all matter of fact I, i've seen a i've been talking to a lot of people that think that the immersive ai will be school
0: oh yeah yeah and that's exactly what happened in in ready player one um you know with they're going to school in virtual reality. And to me, when I, when I was listening to the book, I'm like, you know what, that can happen today because again, you can pay um, a little fee to go to school and you can be at your house or your home or wherever it is, but you're physically talking to your, your uh, peers, your, your, um, your other, the other students and talking to your teacher, you're just in different parts of the world. You know, I I feel like i to be honest, I I think the technology is doable. We just need somebody to actually come up and, and, and and do it and make it worthwhile.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I honestly looking five years ahead, what you've just described when you already alluded to it is already the gaming community. Mm -hmm. And I think about what Twitch has got in store (laughs) and, uh, you know, that, that is a close knit group. Now they're not necessarily throwing on the, the, um, You know VR goggles yet, Um, but you know think about all the gamers that are interconnected and collaborate and team up and be on you know waiting in the lobby for the next uh, you know thing. So yeah, I mean in some ways it is already here, but uh, we haven't made the the leap from you know joining on a squad uh, for Counter Strike uh, Mm -hmm. or being on a squad to, you know, tackle a protein fold or something like that. So it it, it might be coming down the pike. So I, I like that bold prediction for sure. Well,
0: it's, it's definitely, um, it's curious to me because, you know, when when we were kids, we we watched the movies of certain, you know, the uh, sci-fi, Terminator and stuff like that, Matrix, um, all those Tron. things. Tron. Yeah, Tron, all those things <laughs> kind of, um, the our imaginations, like it's not here yet. But I, I'll be honest, I feel like we're very, very on the verge of some something like that coming out um, just because again it's it's really video gaming um, full immersion um, in a video game if, if you want to call it that um, chat rooms back in the day um, fully immersing yourself in in a chat room I guess that would be like a virtual club you know yeah um, so it's it's those things and it's 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 very near
1: yeah very much so all right man well this has been an enlightening conversation I love having this uh, so now hopefully there's either some IT directors around there or some teachers that want to get a hold of you. Tell everybody where they can find you.
0: Um, you can find me on Twitter at at a Langman. So it's a l e n g m a n. And to be honest with you, I, I I I thank you for having me on and even considering uh, had having me on. So I really do appreciate it.
1: No, I again, uh, more than one person said I oh, gotta reach out to Lang. Um, one I enjoyed your origin story of, uh, coming from no technology and and learning the ropes. And then just, I think what set you apart and what Glenn really liked is the fact that you're, yeah, you understand technology, but you also understand students' needs for learning first. So, uh, for those reasons, I tip my hat. All right, man, I appreciate it. I, uh, if there's anything else we can do or whatever, but, uh, you heard the guy, he gave you all information. Make sure you reach out to him. If you have any questions from around out. Other than that, Lang, thank you so much for being on.
0: Thank you.